everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another fantastic episode of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have heard uh, another voice added today. Even though I think you guys did a spectacular job of being in unison, uh, we have, and we are very proud to say, uh, a new member of the podcast. So joining us right now, you may have heard him before. I think um, I'm gonna have to take a look. So so while we're talking, I'll, I'll verify which episode number it was. But uh, in the studio, joining us on the GYC podcast is our favorite insurance person, Kevin Barquest. So Kevin, welcome to the crew. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for it. Absolutely. Do you just want to give a, a quick, uh, you know, 30 second about who you are? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm a dad of two awesome little girls. Just got back from Hawaii. Got to throw that in there because that's my favorite place in the world. Uh, I am an insurance broker, a real estate broker, and just love being around people pretty much. Mm. Maybe oversimplified, but that's that's really it. Groovy, yeah. groovy. Cool. Well, welcome. So in the studio, we have myself and, of course, Kevin and... Glenn Rucks here. So today's topic is going to be interesting, and it's one that we let Kevin pick ahead of time because, you know what, Kevin, I'm just going to let you kind of talk about how this came up for you because you've got a fascinating story as I'm looking at you all red. <laughs> well, I, uh, I did just get back from Hawaii. Uh, again, my favorite favorite place in the world. I've been there like six times to this one particular resort. It's the Waikoloa Beach Resort, uh, about 40 minutes north of Kona, which is where most people go on the big island of Hawaii. And it is just absolutely beautiful there all the time. It literally rained for about a minute and a half when we were there, but it was still, all we could see was sun still. So, I mean, it's uh, just beautiful i mean out on that area there's probably two inches of rain a year maybe three literally um and then i come back here on sunday and uh you know the weather is uh it's very very washington and and i'm looking outside right now as we're having this conversation and it is raining and it's cloudy and it's gray and it's uh pretty much about as polar opposite as you can get from uh, the weather that I was just in. So I'm, I'm missing it big time. And so with that, um, and I did look up the episode that Kevin was on is episode 82. And it was called Cover Your Assets, where he uh, informed us a lo- about a lot of stuff. And, and I would say the biggest thing that I learned was that if you, and, and I'm sure most people listening don't do this, but if you have a a pet, like a dog or something, it, it, it affects your insurance, right? It, it definitely can. Yes. Now, if it's a it's a small dog or something like that, not a big deal. But if it's a certain breed, maybe a larger one that likes to bite people commonly, maybe not yours, but others do, um, th- those are the ones that a lot of insurance companies get concerned over. And it can impact your ability to even get insurance. Yeah. Perfect. Well, well thank you, Kevin. And we're, we're glad to have you aboard. Happy to be here. And I'm sure Glenn's happy that you are here because now, Glenn, you are no longer the only white person part of the team. 
That's right, and today we're ganging up on the little guy. Yeah, <laughs> on the only, for the first time in GYST history, the minority is the minority. <laughs> well. All right, fellas, let's dive into this. Yeah, um, let's check our white privilege at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin just shared that he came back from Hawaii, and he is now back in rainy Seattle. And there is something called SAD, SAD, ironically enough, and that's Seasonal Affective Disorder. Now, that affects a lot of people where it genuinely affects your, your mood, your behavior, um, including uh, depression. And this kind of came as a surprise to all of us in, in the studio today as we were doing research for this episode. Most people might think that, that depression goes up during the fall and winter, but it's actually the opposite. It goes up in sp spring and summer, where those are the months that have the highest rates of suicide. And... You know, we, we shared a lot about suicide on, on our episode 91, where we actually, you know, had people who um, had, had attempted and, and talked about. So that was pretty powerful. And so I, I was able to find some stats. Now, what's interesting is the percentage of people who love summers, 17%. But the people who hate summers, 27%. And the, Out of a sample size of how big? That I don't know, but as a study done in 2011, I can check as as mm -hmm. you okay. know, as you guys are are talking, um, because I've I've got that down. Um, but rain haters is only nine percent, and the vast majority of the people who are unaffected by the weather for for the most part is 48 percent. And I think the the reason why we probably feel differently and and why we thought that is because in in Washington. Even though we don't get the greatest amount of rain, I think Boston does. Like, Boston gets more rain than we do. Mm -hmm. But they get it on a more sped-up <clears throat> basis where, f for us, it's it's almost always consistent. There's always some mist or, you know, mm -hmm. only in Washington do you know. It, it, you know you're from Washington if you know the difference between mist, rain, uh, showers, you know, all, all the different things out there. And so with that, fellas, let's just dive in. Like... I'm, I'm really interested to get your perspectives. Glenn, you've been all over uh, living, you know, in... Pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so so what's your experience been with, with weather, and has it affected you in the past? Well, you know, I, I grew up for the first formative years in Southern California, and we dealt with nothing but sun and heat. Um, I've lived in the Northwest where, surprise, it's raining most of the time. I've lived in the Midwest where it's cold and snowy. Oh, Rohit, you would die. <laughs> you would step outside during the winter and you would die. You wouldn't freeze. You wouldn't complain about it. No, you would just die. Um, so I've, I've lived in a my fair share of different environments. I've been through Florida where, God, you step off a plane after being in the Northwest and you can't breathe because it feels like you're drowning. Um, I've, I've been around. And I find that the weather can affect your, your mood. Um, I know temperature for sure does. Because me, in, in a hot environment, I'm agitated. I'm angry. I'm trying to get to a cool place where I can relax and, and keep my body from overheating and not throttle someone. Which is usually me. <laughs> where, whereas Rohit, I've noticed, you know, if it gets cold, he gets really agitated until he freezes up and 
won't stop talking about how cold it is, how freezing it is in 80-degree weather. <laughs> um, but you, you do see that weather can affect people's moods. I mean, every once in a while, you know, I'll look outside and I want it to be sunny and it's raining out there. I'm like, damn it. Sucks. And, you know, it just sets that mood for the whole day. But then again, I'm making that conscious decision. Where there are some people that they don't even know they're making that decision. They're just letting it happen to them. But me, I see snow. I'm happy. It gets down to 20 below. That's pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) And, And there are times when I've gone to your house in the winter... And I'll ask you, and, and I'm always cold, but I will ask you, Glenn, can we open up a window? Because it's warmer outside than it is in his yep, house. It is. My house holds on to the cold during the winter. During the summer, it's a sauna if I don't have the air conditioning on. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, about you, what about you, Kevin? Because you're a Washington native yourself. Yeah, so I've lived here my entire life, and I have always disliked the gray cloudy misting constant kind of rain that we get here um i don't mind it so much when it just dumps for a little bit and then kind of clears off that's fine i'm good with that but like just coming back from hawaii i really paid attention to myself and before before i was uh took off to go to hawaii i was tired it was raining it was gray it was kind of gloomy out um, I did get a chance to play soccer in between, uh, in between some rain showers and things like that. And, uh, I was like, gosh, this is fun. I'm glad it's not raining right now though, because I wouldn't be out doing it. And I, I go to Hawaii and my girls woke me up early the next morning and we, we got there like 10 o'clock their time and got woke up at before six o'clock their time. Um, so around at eight hours of sleep and... I felt refreshed because I woke up to sunshine and we're out able to go do activities and not be cold, not be wet, not be all the things that I don't like about doing things outside here for the majority of the year. Um, Every day I seem to get more and more energy, less and less sleep even. And it wasn't from being excited because we're doing all this super cool stuff. It was more, I was feeding off of the, the sunshine, the being outside, the doing all, all of those activities. Then I come back here and I just feel tired. Almost I, like a pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I came home because, you know, we're up most of the night because our layover wasn't too long and slept for six hours. Okay, figured I'd be good to go. No, okay, went to bed for the night. The next day, it's gray, it's cloudy, it's starting to rain again. Today, same thing. And I got eight and a half hours of sleep last night, and I feel like just completely exhausted. And I slept more consistently the last couple of nights than I did the whole time that I was in Hawaii. I actually woke up quite a few times there. Yeah. And here, I didn't didn't do that, because I was in my own bed, I was comfortable. And uh, I should be refreshed, I'm just not. I just don't feel it. it I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but it, I, I can feel the difference for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I felt it. I came back from San Jose not more than two weeks ago, and 
felt the same thing. It was it was overcast only part of the time I was there, but nice and sunny. It was cooler, so I was actually kind of nice in 60-degree weather. But uh, seeing the sunshine did, oh, especially around palm trees. There's something yeah. about that when it's not too hot, but you've got sunshine and palm trees. <laughs> I, I can agree with that for sure. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting. So I... Also born and raised in, in the great Northwest here. And I didn't really gain an appreciation for here until I was at Microsoft and I was flying all over the U.S. And it wasn't until I started going to different places like New York and Chicago and Tampa mm-hmm. and, you know, that every time I came back, I fell more in love with this place. And and I'm not going to talk about the people because, you know, I, I think that can be kind of subject, uh, subjective. I'm just going to talk about the weather. Every time I came back, you know, and, and you can feel it as soon as you step off the plane, it smells clean. It, it looks clean because we get so much rain. Um, you know, even though we're, we're in a high allergy area because of all the trees and stuff, mm-hmm. um, when it rains, like, I think everyone who has allergies gets super excited because it brings the pollen down and, mm-hmm. and we can breathe again. But it's just that clean, crisp air. Um, a lot of times I've probably spent, I'd, I'd say I've never lived there, but all the times that I've gone there, I've probably spent about two years of my life in India altogether. And even though I'm, I'm used to that because I've been going every few years of, of my life, every time I come back here, it's just, I just love it more. The, the rain, I, it just invigorates me. And when it's a downpour, one of the first things I do is go for a walk. We have a storm coming in, 40 mile an hour winds. Uh, and it's funny because we had a storm a few months ago and my girlfriend was over and it's like 30, 40 mile an hour winds and it's like two in the morning. And I'm like getting dressed and I'm like, I'm going outside. You're more than welcome to join me. And she thought I was crazy, but you know, sure enough, she went outside and, and we both enjoyed it because it just makes you feel alive. And one of the things that I've really noticed is car colors. And the more I start thinking about that, the more I think colors are very specific. If you, over here, everyone says it's gray. And if you take a look at our main colors that we tend to have and, and colors of cars, they, they tend to be darker. You know, blues and grays and blacks and whites. But then you go to Arizona and it's, it's the complete opposite. They've got the reds and the yellows and, and everything's kind of mm-hmm. lit up. <clears throat> Do you two feel that that color can can change your, your mood as well? And do you think that correlates with, with the weather of that region? I think it's, it's definitely part of the equation. Um, it can be a combination of all this stuff, you know, the, the actual the weather pattern that you like and prefer the most so for you you like you like the rain mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean take a look at my house it, the the paint you know it's painted like rain I've got dark grays and blues dark blues light blues like I thought you did that because uh, you were a Seahawk fan yeah that's actually a good point though I didn't even but again that's also the Seahawk colors too so no yeah. none of the blues in here are it's they all look the same to me. The, the one on that wall is kind of close, though. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a mirror at heart, though. And, and this is super, <laughs> okay, so super we'll go with mirror colors. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
the colors, the weather pattern that you prefer, that definitely does have an effect. I mean, look at my car, orange. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like sun. And your previous car was red, wasn't it? No. No, my my last car... um, Was it black? I don't... The interior was red. it was was black. Inside the car was black. Okay. Yeah, it was that uh, Chevy Cruze. Yeah. Which I still miss that car. It was a good car. (sighs) Side note. But yes, uh, weather... The patterns that you prefer, the the colors, they affect your mood. So if obviously, if you see something that you like more than others, you're going to feel better about it than you would if you saw colors that you don't necessarily, um, you know, uh, I guess relate to or weather patterns that you don't relate to. For me, I, I, I don't mind the rain. I don't like sitting out in it, but I have an appreciation for it because I know it keeps everything green. Mm-hmm. Even though I... I have my problems with the Northwest. I still love the rain because it does keep things green. It does help clean the air. Um, yeah, I've been out in Mother Nature, and I've, I've enjoyed walking through Mother Nature when it's when it's raining, but I prefer to stay dry. 100% with you on that one. Definitely prefer to stay dry. In fact, every time that I'm like, hey, Rohit, do you want to go, go talk and walk somewhere? Always make sure it's going to be sunny before I ask. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not kidding because I don't want to cancel because it's raining. Yeah. Um, but I think that cu- the, you know, the gray skies do have an impact. I think that, you know, like in the summertime when things are, you know, kind of dead here, I think that has an impact on people in a, a different way too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a family member that actually has PTSD. And when it's gray and rainy like this, they are so darn cranky. And it's just been recently that a doctor suggested that, hey, maybe you should go move to somewhere that uh, isn't green rainy three quarters of the year so you're not such an a-hole. And uh, Was that the medical? That's a great way to put it. You're an asshole. Go move somewhere where it's sunny. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually pretty much how they they put it to that person. Um, Because they finally were able to make the connection when this person was down the most. Yeah. That's what was going on outside. So let me ask you guys on on your opinion now. Would you rather be hot or would you rather be cold? Like what what is your preference? And and I don't mean so it's been proven scientifically that the colder it is in your room, the the better you sleep. Mm -hmm. I just mean in in terms of general preference. Would you prefer like the hundred degree days or the thirty degree days? Personally, I prefer, you know me, I prefer it when it's cold. Um, mainly because I always view you can put more on to stay warm, but you can never take off enough to stay cool. Starts getting into that 100 degree weather, you know, and it's humid like Florida, right? Mm-hmm. You're dying. You could strip off all the clothes, you're still going to be sweaty, sticky, nasty, and, and just overheated. But it gets down to 40 below. You can still put on extra layers of clothing. You can get out that electric blanket and stay warm. My my attitude in the heat gets super on edge. Until I get into a nice cool place where I'm able to cool my body down and relax. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's easier to peak my anger in, in warm environments. Which is another reason I don't get into debates in in hot rooms. 
um, I would, I would rather be hot as long as it's not super humid. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a dry mm-hmm. heat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, anything over like sixty five ish humidity wise is too much. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. If you're, if I'm just hanging out, it, I could. It doesn't matter to me. But if it's if the humidity's up there and I'm out trying to be active and things like that, I can get a little cranky sometimes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like being sticky and wet and having my clothes feel like I just took a shower and I'm. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, I'm the opposite of you, Glenn. Um, I enjoy the heat because um, there are. It's easier to cool down than it is to, to warm up, like like at your core. Um, I know that even... So I'm really productive at 1, 2, 3 in the morning. And I've tried to wake up at, you know, like you read a lot of entrepreneurs say, oh, you know, you got to be up and ready at 4 a.m. And I've tried that, and I just can't do it. And it, it has nothing to do with being a morning person or a night person. I'm an all-the-time person. But I've noticed that for me, when it's when it's darker... And when it's darker outside, when it's darker in the house, I love the yellow lights. Um, and it just makes me feel more productive because at my core, I feel warmer. Whereas if I wake up, I'm still cold and it takes a while. You know, sometimes I'll have to take, like during the winter, I'll have to take a shower just to warm my, my core because I'm so cold. Um, but, you know, in the summer, yeah, it can be uncomfortable. But you've got a fan right there, and that tends to, to cool you off. I, I think it's easier to get cooled off than it is to get warmed up. And so that's that's kind of my preference on on that. Have, have you guys known people who have been affected by seasonal affective disorder or, or people who, you know, tend to be sadder or happier and you know depending on what the weather's like yeah i mean a a lot of people including a a family member that has a ptsd the sad disorder actually is impacting their ptsd as well they're they're connected yeah but i mean there's plenty of people that i've met that are just you know kind of bummed this time of year when it's all gray and gray and rainy and I don't know if they've ever, you know, gone to see a doctor to have it diagnosed, but you can tell that there's a difference between them when it's like this outside versus when it's, you know, 70 and sunny. Yeah. And I know I've done a lot of research in terms of like fluorescent lights and the negative impact that has on your mood. And if you go to office buildings, that's all you see are fluorescent lights. Um, It throws your, your body out of whack. It's, it's very detrimental to, to your health, your alertness, your productivity, but that's all people use because I think... It's cheaper for them. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's much cheaper options out there, but, it, but I think the amount of research that companies are willing to do isn't there. They're just following the same patterns that have always been there. Oh, we mm-hmm. bought this building. It comes with fluorescent lights. Like, they've never questioned it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's that's interesting, too, is, is the amount of light for people who have uh, seasonal affective disorder. One of the options that you can have is um, there's specific lights that that are built or not um, that are made 
that you can have on your desk or something like that that give off, um, I, I don't know the type of light, but it's meant to mimic the, the same type mm-hmm. of effect that sunlight has that so positively probably, impacts your Probably in your ultraviolet. Mood. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like one of those tabletop ultraviolet lights. Yeah. So that could mm-hmm. be something. What are some other ways that people, you know, if, if you feel this way, what are some ways that you could... Especially if you're, you're I don't know, if, you, if you've got that office job and it just feels drab and dark, guarantee you'll feel a lot better if you step outside, even if it is rainy outside. Um, there is a direct relationship to the sunlight and how your body processes different vitamins. Vitamin D, for instance, that helps your body stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So, get some sunlight. Even if it's raining outside, you're still going to absorb some sunlight. You know what I think might be a good topic for the future is what can you do to make your cubicle more productive? I know that, you know, I worked with both of you guys before, and you saw my desk. It was just covered in plants. People called it the jungle. When I would tell people, when they're like, where's your desk? I'm like, just look for the jungle. Yep. And it does make an impact. People would come over and they say they just feel better with, with nature around. So I think that's something that we could look at in the future. Probably more oxygen from the plants, too, in your workspace. Yeah. So, well, fellas, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Uh, this has been an interesting episode. It's something that I hadn't really thought about, and it wasn't until you mentioned it, Kevin, that, you know, our wheels started turning and, you know, looked up seasonal affective disorder um the, it's very subconscious yeah people don't even think about it they just everyone complains about the weather at some point but they don't realize how it's actually affecting them yeah. or how they're letting it affect them and i think for some people that's key is how they're allowing it to mm-hmm. affect them um you know if if you if you always say i hate the rain i hate the rain i hate the rain Anytime it rains, you're going to trigger that program that you just created. But it, maybe try the opposite. You know, what, what are some things that you appreciate about it? I love how the rain brings down the pollen. I love how the rain makes everything green. I love how the rain is refreshing. And then, you know, it'll it'll change. So that, that, yeah. I love how those summer days allow me to barbecue. Yeah. With a nice ice cold cerveza. Who? Cerveza beer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, anything in closing? Nothing off the top of my head. So I'm still in that kind of fuzzy mood thanks to the weather. I'm kind of there, too. I'm, I'm missing my sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> But it is bright out still, and it's nearly 7 p.m. Yeah. So that Summer's is, that on the way. Nice. You know, just a couple months, it'll be sunny all, all the time. And I will say that I appreciate the dry weather during the summer because there's nothing like an outdoor baseball game. So the mm. roof is open at safe uh, um, T-Mobile Park. That's going to take some getting used to <laughs> The Pink Palace? All pink all the time. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us uh, as we talked about seasonal affective disorder. Uh, 
we, we kind of brought up, you know, what it does to, to each of us individually, our preference, hot or cold. But at the end of the day, you know, Glenn had a great suggestion of just go outside and just get some fresh air. That'll help you feel a little bit better. Take a look at uh, different UV lights like, like Kevin had mentioned. And also change your mindset. If, if it's something that you realize is negatively impact you, find a way to give a positive spin on it. Because the more you concentrate on the positivity of things, the more you're going to see it. So with that, thank you very much for joining us on another fantastic episode of the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, Shit. Together. Man, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever have a podcast and you need someone to cuss for you, these white people do such a fantastic job. And since Kyle isn't here to say it, good shit, good shit. Yeah. Was that racist of me? I don't think so. Oh, well, let me rephrase I, I, it then. I, 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 no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to be, so you're good. All right, see you guys later. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 